Welcome to the Retirement Risk Show, the best retirement interviews and advice with Dave Hall. Learn strategies to help you reduce and even eliminate the risks facing your retirement. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Dave Hall. I am your host. I moved from Utah about six years ago trying to get out of the snow. I was raised there, spent most of my life living in Utah, was absolutely tired of the snow. For five years, I went to Puerto Rico, and then about a year and a half ago, I moved back to Memphis, Tennessee. Well, guess what? We had snow this last week, probably not unlike many of you that live in the south or going into the east. We have a lot of snow coming through our area. Hopefully, you are staying safe. Luckily, I didn't have to shovel any snow. My kids were able to get out and build some snowman, but uh, not like it used to be in Utah, so I can't complain too bad, but we definitely have some cold winter weather going through our area and up along the East Coast. Today, I'm going to be talking about a new webinar that we have that we just recently released. It is called Evolving Retirement Law, The Challenges, The Changes, and Your Choices. It's been a great webinar. We've gotten great reviews from it. Today, obviously, we don't have time to cover all the information that I share inside that webinar, but I did want to cover the challenges. I did want to talk about things that are affecting each of us. Now, as we go back to when did retirements really start changing, now, 1935, that's when Social Security was first brought about. That's when we started taking about 50% of our retirees being under the poverty level to where now we've only got less than 10% who are under the poverty level. But the 1970s is where we saw another big change. And the change was we went from an employer-funded retirement where we had over 50% of Americans who had pension plans to an employee-funded retirement. 1974 was when the IRA was first brought about. 1978, the 401k was brought about. So from that time, going up until 2022 to where we are today, we had a major shift in the way retirement plans are being handled. We went from a situation where Social Security and pension plans provided a good portion of retirement, if not all of the retirement that was needed by many of those going into retirement to where now we've got some major issues because as we had this transition, not only did we not necessarily have all the products that we needed to be able to have success, but for much of America, we didn't provide the education that was needed to help them realize that, look, Social Security is great. Yes, Social Security is going to provide a base to your retirement, but it's not going to cover all the living costs you're going to have in retirement. So there are a number of things. Now, we will talk about the challenges. I will then talk about a couple of changes. We're not going to go into all of that. You can find that out through the webinar. And then I will talk about one of the choices that I definitely would recommend. We share more of those in our webinar. One of the first issues that we look at is the increase of life expectancy. Now, if I go back into the 70s, when we had these employer-funded retirement plans, average life expectancy was about 10 years shorter than it is now. From a government standpoint, average life expectancy somewhere around age 79. If we go back into the 70s, average life expectancy was only right around age 70. Well, what's the problem when you start living 10 years longer? The problem is you need more money. 
you've got to cover a longer period of time, got to cover a lot of additional cost. When we get uh, older, it doesn't mean we're necessarily healthier. So we may have a bunch of medical problems uh, as well that we're having to cover. So that's number one. That's one of the big issues. Number two, our savings definitely is not keeping up. Federal government would tell us we need about $375,000 per person going into retirement. Now, I educate CPAs primarily. Most of them are high income earners. And as a result, they're going to need far more than $375,000 per individual if they're wanting to maintain their lifestyle. But what we're seeing now is about 37% of America has zero or somewhere up to $5,000 is all saved for their retirement. So if they need $375,000, 37% of America that's saved less than $5,000, you can see where the issue is. And many of the others that uh, are trying to prepare for themselves still are under the threshold uh, that we have. And unfortunately, women are having a much harder time than men. They're saving a lot less money than the men are out there. Number three, retirement savings isn't a priority. What we find is only about 50% of America is making retirement a priority. The other 50% are doing nothing about it. Now, pretty easy when we first get started uh, with our lives, especially if we get married during college or at a young age, start a family, we have kids, we buy houses, we buy cars, we spend a lot of money. Kids finally get out of the house somewhere in the, the late 40s going into early 50s. That's when the paradigm shift. That's when more people start really looking at the retirement. But even there, we've still only got about 50% of people that are spending the time they need to on something that's this important. Unfortunately, most people on this podcast are going to spend more time planning their next vacation than they're going to spend planning their retirement as we look to what's going on this year. So definitely something that we've got to look at. Number four, lack of availability to employer plans. What we find is there are a number of people out there that just can't get access to the employer plan. And when we look at the IRA contribution amounts, we've got $6,000 is all that you can put into an IRA unless you're age 50 or older, and then you can put an additional $1,000. It doesn't even come close to the $20,500 you can put into a 401k account, let alone from a catch-up standpoint, $6,500 into a 401k account versus that $1,000 once you reach age 50. So we've got a big gap there. For small employers, the smaller the employer is, the less chance you're going to have some type of retirement plan available. For uh, larger employers, higher probability, but we've got some big issues when we don't have universal access to employer plans. Number five, we can't sit still. When I look back at my parents, when I look back at grandparents, most of them stayed with the same career. In fact, my father, the only job I ever knew he had, although families told me he had jobs when he was younger, but the whole time I was growing up, he worked for the Union Pacific Railroad. Now what we're finding is the average American's going to have seven different jobs during their lifetime. Problem is, when we do that, oftentimes we have small retirement accounts that we may end up liquidating. We may start a new job that doesn't even have a retirement account, so we're not able to put anything in. Or we have those delay periods. We may have to wait up to a year before we can even get access to that plan. So that's creating some issues as we keep moving around. It's creating issues with stability. And then there are some people out there that are losing their retirement accounts. They forget they have them, goes into the state unclaimed property, and they never see them again. They, they could, they could go search them out, but if you don't know it's there, you don't even think to look. Next issue is we have problems with Social Security. Now, I always tell people the program is going broke, but it's not going to go broke. 
When we look at it from a financial standpoint, 2033 is where we're going to have issues. People have been talking about the underfunding of Social Security for decades now. And as a result, we have many people that aren't contributing in as much as they should. They're using S-corporations or other things to help them eliminate the amount of money they're having to pay into the Social Security Administration. This is going to create some problems because it's my belief as we look to the future, Social Security will always be a part or the foundation specifically of American retirement plans. So this is something, even though it's going broke, we've got to remember it's the most like program the government has. They will fix it because if not, we're going to have major issues with our economy as a whole because it's going to end up putting over 50% of Americans that are in retirement into poverty. Number seven, healthcare costs are outpacing inflation. We had a 5.9% increase for those of you that are on Social Security in 2021 going into 2022. Well, unfortunately, we had over a 14% increase in Medicare Part B premiums. So if you were paying these premiums before, $148.50 in 2021, now you're paying $170.10. The cost of medicine is outpacing inflation. It's becoming a bigger issue. We're finding retirees spending more and more money on this. In fact, average male is going to spend about $150,000 on various medical costs in retirement. Average female is going to spend about $135,000. So it's creating bigger issues. We're having to take a larger portion of our retirement assets to set aside for this, which means we don't have that money for the critical things we need. We don't have that money for food, utilities, other things that we would typically want to spend that money on. Number eight, uh, spending has gone up. When we look back over the last few decades, the general number most people wanted to have going into retirement is about 50% of their pre-retirement income. So if you had $80,000 you were earning during your working years, you should have about $40,000 of income going into retirement. What we're finding is that number now is closer to 70 or 80%. So we've got to have more money. We're spending more. Many of us are going into retirement very healthy. We're able to travel. We're able to do a lot of things. This is causing a number of issues as well because when we look at our spending, what we're finding is many retirees are running out of money before they run out of retirement. As they get into their late 70s, they get into their 80s, all of a sudden their money is gone and now they're in a situation where they're having to live off of retirement. So those are the challenges, eight of them, various ones we cover in far more detail in our webinar. Medicare insurance can be overwhelming and you may have lots of questions. We have teamed up with Medicare Compare USA to get your questions answered. Visit MedicareCompareUSA.com forward slash retirement risk advisors for a complimentary Medicare insurance consultation today. As far as the changes, there are a number of things that are being proposed that really should help us. One of the biggest ones is Secure Act 2.0. That's what's being referred to. We had Secure Act 1.0 back in 2019. But there are a number of changes there that are being proposed to help us have more universal coverage, to be able to give us more access, to have additional catch-up contributions as we get closer to our retirement years. We've also got Build Back Better that's got some proposals. Most of them, unfortunately, are negative. And then a couple of other uh, options out there from other uh, groups that are making proposals to hopefully better our retirement outlook and get us into a better position. Well, what are the choices that you have? The only thing we really have time to talk about today during this podcast is that it's my recommendation that you sit down with an advisor who can help you create a risk based retirement plan. The purpose of this risk-based retirement plan is to help you establish a plan that's going to allow you to look at the various risks that are out there facing your retirement. I talk about them in my 
course, Getting Safely Through Retirement, where I talk about the top 10 financial risks you're going to face. But these risk-based plans allow you to address those issues so you can see if your money's going to last. So you can see what problems you may have during your retirement years that could completely disrupt an otherwise well-planned out retirement. That's the purpose of this plan. The advisors we work with, we have certified them. They, they understand the concepts we teach. They've got software that's going to help them address the various risks so they can create a plan for you that will help you either reduce or completely eliminate the various risks. So you can start solving some of these challenges, but also the risks I talk about in getting safely through so you can get to a more safe and secure retirement. So you can get to that retirement that you're hoping to get so you don't have to worry throughout those years. You can enjoy that time with family, friends, others that uh, will allow you to make retirement what it was intended to be, a time in your life where you can do all the things you couldn't do during those working years. That's today's show. If you would like to get connected with one of our advisors, all that you've got to do is go to our website, retirementriskadvisors.com. There you'll be able to see the list of certified advisors we work with. You can schedule a no-fee consultation with them to get questions answered and to learn how they may be able to help you get your retirement structured. Now, if you go through that meeting and and you realize that uh, maybe it's not for you, or maybe the advisor says, look, there's not a lot we can do for you. Hey, you end up with a, a good friend out of the situation, someone you can connect with if you've got questions in the future. Hopefully, though, for most of you, you realize there's some value to what they're offering, what this uh, risk-based retirement plan will look like, and you can connect with them, get your plan put together so you can get yourself with the plan you need to get through the next 20, 30, maybe even 40 years of self-imposed unemployment that we call retirement. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Risk Show. Join us next week for more details on how you can better reduce the risks facing your retirement.